0: Welcome back to Wifely Wisdom. Guys, we're back and we're going to set this off with a super strong topic, super important in any marriage, truthfully in your life. Um as we're entering 2021, um we are you know, it's so important to reevaluate things and to just stay in the right standing with God. And this particular topic is just something to add on to your prayer time and your time and your intimate time with God, which is really setting boundaries around your marriage. Setting boundaries around your marriage is important. In fact, setting boundaries in your life is super important. You cannot go wrong with that. So you know, I'm sure there's so many. You know, people do resolutions. You know, people are cleaning up their homes. You know, people are just praying, asking God. Okay, what is it? Do I what, what's what's my strategy for this year? But one thing I want you to add on to it is to really is is to really um go before God, and and, and really meditate and pray about boundaries. This is is it, you know as simple as it sounds it is so common to really um cross boundaries. It's so common to um you know go over the boundary, get go outside of the boundary in which somebody really should be placed in your life. Everyone has boundaries. Everyone should have boundaries. So 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 important. You know, that's my key words. I'm so excited or <laughs> it's so important, but it's the truth, right? Okay, so what exactly are boundaries? So a boundary, Um, the definition of a boundary, is a line that marks the limit of an area, like a dividing line. So it's the line that marks the limit of an area. Synonyms are borders, a borderline, confines, perimeter, circumference. So meaning... Every relationship must stay within a border, within a circumference, within the limits of a specific area. It should not go out because in that area is safety in that area is grace. Okay, let's see. Okay, so what are different types of boundaries? There's so many different types of boundaries in any form of relationship. And so in this particular episode, we're just going to break it on down. (laughs) We've spoken about keeping people out of your marriage, keeping people out of your business. And if you've listened to it, please do. You would know that we went into detail. Um, just to let you know that you are supposed to have godly counsel. You are supposed that wise counsel is super important. But you want to pray to God and ask who they are in each area of your life. We tailor made it for marriage, but you want to make sure you're asking God, who is the per- like God? Give me my counsel. For God, give me my destiny helpers, my counselors to help me better me as a wife, help my marriage, help my husband, um, better him as a husband. Um, give us the godly counsels, Lord, for business, um, for parenthood, for motherhood. It may be the same people, or you may find that it's different people. You may find that you only feel comfortable after you pray that prayer and really sought God about it. That you find people come and see your life, or who's already been there, they start you feel more comfortable, and you find that the fruit of your conversations and the fruit of the the advice that's given is a good fruit. It stands. It actually, you're moving. You're 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 seeing improvements in your different relationships. Um, and remember, if just in case you want to know how this goes, who's already in your life, you test it by its fruit. Jesus gave it. He was like, listen, I understand. There's a lot of people that comes. There's wolves in sheep clothing. False prophets. Fake friends, people that really genuinely don't want to see you in, people that genuinely hate you, people that look down on you, people that don't have your best interest at heart, people who really are clueless and, and they're just giving you a giving you worldly, fleshy advice about something that they would do. Um, so how do you test if this is the right person? How do you test if this person should be doing any of that in your life or truthfully, if the person should be in your life? Well, you do that by testing the fruit. What is the outcome of your conversation? Conversations when you take that person's advice, what happens? Does the situation go sour? What's the outcome of what's that person's life like? It says a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. So if that person right is good, is the person who has ordained to give you sound business advice, you will find that when they give you the advice you're and you take the you know you have to take the advice too you know a lot of people don't you know you can't believe the the fruit is bad but wait how do you know the fruit is bad are you listening to it well you know I did one of the things they did but they gave you a whole recipe you just missed out on certain ingredients and you expect it to come out good but anyway sorry But you've taken the advice and it's going downhill. Somebody told you to, inv- you prayed, you know, somebody, not even prayed, but you have somebody giving you business advice and then consistently you're investing in stuff and you're losing money every time. And it's like, oh no, well just hold on, just hold on. But you're never getting any money. That doesn't make sense. Right? They tell you to uh, uh, to do a business and the business fails. Well, that certainly doesn't make sense. Well, that means that that's bad fruit. So that means that not that person is to no longer have that access to speak into your life to give you advice, and also you should really pray about that person, what demons are operating operating in them, and really should they be in your life. But you know, I just wanted to touch on that episode again because. It's so powerful. And if you have not listened to it, please do me a huge favor <laughs> and listen to it. It's really good, it's really powerful, and it's a great gem. But yes, so boundaries. Now, we have many different relationships um, as women. And once again, please share it with a man if you feel like it. You know, if God is leading you to share it with a man, please do so. Um, but we have, re- um, we have relationships with our parents, you know, some of us. Relationships with friends, with children, with our spouse, um, with mentees, with our employees. Um, there's so many different types of, of relationships. Here's the kicker. You have to have a boundary with each one each one. Now the first, the, the original one I want to talk about is the boundaries with your parents. Now this is specifically those who have, who have leaned on their parents, who genuinely have healthy relationships. You know, and even if they didn't have healthy relationships, their parents was always there for them. No one is perfect, but you know, you have a relationship with your parents, right? So we're going to go to Matthew 19, chapter 19, verse 5. And it says, and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is such a powerful testimony, testimony, (laughs) verse. I said testimony because I'm going to share just a snippet of my own with this because it's so easy to, um, it's so easy to, uh, Not keep your parents in the boundaries of which they're supposed to be once you're married. When you are married, you have left your father and your mother. So the things that you would lean on your father and your mother for, you have to now do that with your husband or your wife. What you have done with your what you have done before with your father and mother, you have to now make sure your wife and your husband is that and that lane. They are now the number one priority. Your parents have now been bumped down, and honestly, if you have children, they're now bumped down even further okay that's just how it is when you see a lot of times there are people who I mean, I'm. I'm gonna share my test. Just a small one, but there are people who, when they're in a when they're in a marriage, and they get out the marriage, they're still having that same level of the the parents are still they're still having that same level of high communication with their parents. Now, here's where it can get a little mixy, when it's pertaining into your marriage. A lot of people make the unfortunate mistake of speaking to their parents about marital issues that. Uh, listen, if God, has gra- every, listen God, if God has graced you to speak to your mother and father, if God has said that is your um, person, okay, that's fine. But if you did not hear God say that, if God did not lead you to that, you have to be careful. And we've spoken about, going back to that previous episode, what that can do. Because you have to understand, you came out of your mother's womb, OK, uh, if you have a relationship with your parents, you came out your mother's womb. Your mother birthed you. Your mother loves you. You hear me? Your mother loves you. She your father. He loves you. He took care of you. Your parents, they took care of you. You know, when you walked on the out, he, he, your father let um, you know, he, he gave his child to the to the husband, trusting his that the, this man will take care of this child. So if you, you have to be careful what you let your parents know, they should not really truly have access to know everything that's going on in your marriage. Because as we know, it can get ugly in a marriage. And what you don't want is to tell, is to go through something and run to your mother and father and you expect them to, and you just automatically expect them to just deal with it. And then now when you and your husband are okay, they're now, they're, they have lost respect for him. And what happens with that is that you put them in danger of dishonoring your marriage. See, God takes marriage very seriously. You understand? And it's important that you set a boundary. And that's one way, like we discussed before, but also they can feel the need to kind of control your marriage. You'll find that your your mother, your father don't have respect enough to, 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 to honor certain things within your marriage. They may feel that they can just pop up unannounced. They may feel to your home. They may feel that they can, they can speak to your husband or wife any kind of way. You know, they, they may feel as if they can um, set rules in your home, in your marriage, in your home, that because the way that their um, relationship is with uh, their husband or their wife, they feel that they can project that onto you. That is very dangerous. You know, a parent raises a child. So there's sometimes it may take the parent. Some parents, they get it. They like, listen, when you're married, you're, you're an adult, you're grown. You know, yes, as you know, people, you know, we are here to help one another. So if y'all need help here and there, that's fine. But I'm not going to overstep my boundaries and, and try to control your living situation. But then there are those that truthfully, either they do it on purpose or or they do it by, you know, they don't mean to, they do it unknowingly, I should say. And then they're, um, they're trying to come in and rule your family and rule your house, thereby almost, you know, unintentionally or intentionally. This is the truth, right? There's some people, unfortunately, there's many people that make this world <laughs> um, take over. And now they're, they're, they're out of the, they're, they are outside of their boundary and they're out of the grace. See, there's protection in that boundary. They should be in a place, a parent should be in a place where they respect you as a woman, okay? They love you as their daughter, but they respect you as, their, as a woman. They respect your home as your home, okay? They don't feel like this is, um, you know, this is my daughter's home so I can do whatever. I can go wherever I can look through their stuff. They don't feel that. But when you open the door, and allow them to go out of that boundary. That can be an issue. That that can be a possibility. And now they're out of the boundary. And so now you have to do some work. That now there's some things that got to get done because if that is your case where you have a mother or a father, or if your 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 husband has a mother or a father who does not respect boundaries, they now that has to change because that can't go any further. That is very um. That is that is disrespectful. Is dishonorable and it's out of line it's out of alignment and um we will discuss how to do that later you know later on um let's see boundaries with friends (laughs) um oh yes boundaries of friends boundaries with friends when you have bound once again boundaries are important Every not every friendship is the same. Some are and some are not. There are certain friends where you will not feel comfortable talking about every little detail or, or talking about certain details. There are certain friends where you will feel comfortable the lim- that your conversations are so general, but y'all love each other so much, but your conversations are so general um, that it makes no sense, right? So you have to make sure that your friends are within boundaries. Um, we can make the mistake of when we're going through something with our spouses. Once again, we're, we're talking about speaking ill of our husband or speak, you can be speaking ill of your wife if you're a man, right, um, to your friends. And now what, happ- what happens, especially if they're not rooted in God, they either A, they either A really don't are snakes, um, B, they're just fleshy. See, they're not saved, so they don't know, or they're just in their own flesh about things. And now they're giving you, now they're speaking ill of your person, your, your man, your husband. So let's say for instance, your husband, um, let's say he, uh, let's say he invested money, right? And he lost it. And didn't tell you about it, you found out. And you're so angry, and so you go to your friend, and you're just venting about how he did it. And then your friend is like, he's wrong for that, That, he is selfish, he is disgusting, he is cheap, he don't even do things for you, he don't even, um... He don't even take you out. He need to get, I don't like him. I don't rock with him. I don't trust him. I, you know, that is total disrespect to your husband. And that is the most dishonorable thing somebody can do. But unfortunately, that happens so many times where there are friends who feel so comfortable to talk down to, to talk down about your husband. If you have, if you have friends, that are comfortable to talk down to your husband, my dear, I'm telling you now, you are out of order. It is you. You are out of order. You have some serious repenting to do. And you have some serious, you need to seek God quickly and expeditiously. And you need to ask God to set correct boundaries. Nobody should be that comfortable speaking ill of your husband. And as a matter of fact, I don't, myself, I don't play that. When you're, if you're now, if I'm, if I'm friends with somebody and this is before I got saved. If I'm friends with some, when I was friends with somebody, now if that was just their boyfriend or their baby's daddy. Listen, if they're telling me that they did something, oh, that's, so, oh, that's a problem. But when they got married, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> hold on. All right. There's a respect there. That means I have respect enough for you. That means there's respect. Where's the respect that you're so comfortable to speak ill about someone's husband or ill about somebody's wife? What that means is you need to do a quick check on yourself. That self-pity party, because that self-pity party has got you wide open and allowing your friend, uh, friends a level of access that they should never have. And you also need to check your friends and see if they're really your friends if they need to be in your life. Very important. Um, Seriously. You know, you want to always keep boundaries with friendships. Also, um, you know speak keep your mouth shut uh meaning you know keep your mouth shut and don't speak things prematurely you know every friend does not need to know all your business ventures before they they go they come to pass if you if this friend is not a praying partner if y'all and if y'all are, you know there's certain people that you may have in your life that y'all pray together consistently and if y'all do pray together consistently please check the fruit of those prayers are things happening are things moving okay um but if they are yes that's cool but if you're just like you you got to feel the need to tell somebody, hey, I did this and this and this and this. You know, they may not have, be that friend that you can go to about this cool, new, unique business idea because they're not yet delivered in that area. And them not knowing can really be out here just being upset and really wishing your a downfall subconsciously or consciously. And, you know, you just want to keep them, the friends in that boundary, in that lane. Okay. Um, also another one. Here's a big. This is big boundaries with children. You must always have boundaries with your children. Children, you are to listen. Here's this verse. This is, you know, a lot of people know this verse, but it's so true. Um, Proverbs chapter 22, verse six. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train up your child as, as this is wifely wisdom, I'm speaking to women, right? As mothers, you are, (laughs) your job as a mother is so important. You are supposed to train up a child. You are supposed to be seeing about your children under no circumstances. Should you be dumping your issues on your child? It was never ordained for them to deal with that. They should not be feeling dumped on because that can that is not training them up. That can put a bitter taste, a jaded feeling, that can stone their heart over something that they should not. That they should be really full of faith, a childlike faith with If you're having issues with their, with their father, your husband, why are you talking to your children about that? That is a boundary they should never be in. If your child, you're having conversations with your husband, why is your child right there watching? Now, listen, we've all been there, made mistakes, but at the very at least we know right now we can listen to this um podcast we can listen to this episode and get off of it after it's done and go to God and, and confess our sins and to ask God to help us we know that much but your child should be in the in, in the boundaries of a child it does not say that you don't spend time with them. Please, as a matter of fact, you need to spend time with them. You need to be talking to them, imparting wisdom within them. Hey, there goes that word wisdom, right? You need to be imparting wisdom in them. You know, you read Proverbs. We, we spoke about Proverbs 4. You know, as Solomon, King Solomon was speaking to the, his son. You know, you ha- son, please keep this word wisdom and understanding. You want to speak to your children. But under no circumstances should they be so privy to all your weaknesses. They should not be privy to all your weaknesses. They should not I'm not saying they should never see you cry. Yes, you show vulnerability, but you should not be dumping things on your child. There has to be a lane. Listen, if grown-ups are talking, honey, you need to go in the other room. Right? they have, there's a boundary. They should not be talking to you. Listen, when you have children, yes, they should come to you, be able to be comfortable with you, but it should never get so familiar. And that's, and that is a word right there. Familiar. And we're going to go continue with that is that they should never get so familiar that they can just speak to you any kind of way. That means there's a boundary that has been crossed. Children are supposed to honor their mother and father um, so that their days may be well with them so when you keep, when you don't do your responsible due diligence and responsibility of keeping them within the boundary you are then causing them to dishonor their their mother and father and you're opening up a tax for them for their days not to be well with them that is why it's important to keep children within the boundary yes it can get lonely sometimes especially if you're going through a hardship in your marriage and if you're a single person waiting to be courted or in a courtship it can get hard sometimes it can get a little lonely but you still keep them within the boundary of a child it should be a mother-daughter relationship not a friend relationship not a friend-to-friend relationship not a counselor um patient relationship with you being the patient and them being the counselor that is a that is an ultimate problem if if that is an ultimate problem it is your you have They are not. They are here to be taught up. They are here to be trained up. They do not need to be trained up with bitterness because of things that you're suffering with. That should never be the case. Okay. So also the next one. Speaking of familiarities, are um boundaries with mentees. Okay. Um, if you have a mentee, um, meaning you know, like as a mentor, if you're a mentor and you have mentees, uh, if you have somebody who is. Um, possibly an assistant, if you have um, employees, okay, if you have, um, you know, people like that, you want to keep boundaries. If you are in ministry and you have people that serve you, you want to keep boundaries. This is not, this is, this is friends. This, I mean, excuse me, this is not friends. That person's coming to be taught up. That person's coming to be brought up. That person's coming to, um, that person is coming to Learn and to glean. You should not be bleeding on them. It doesn't mean that they're not going to see certain weaknesses because as the men see, they also should learn to pray for you. But it does mean that you have a due diligence to, to work twice as hard to be who God is calling you to be. So what that means is. If you're, if, you have some, if, you're, if you're somebody who is training up somebody in the area of maybe al- somebody who was delivered from alcohol, right? And let's say you have this super popular person who's known to, you may have been a former drug addict, okay? And now you're delivering somebody, and now somebody's under you, and, and they've been delivered, you know, new, newly delivered, and now you're helping them out. You know, you should not be bleeding out on them. At all, it should not. You should not be so familiar and comfortable with if you are uh, drinking in front of them. Um, you're supposed to be setting, and that's it. That's it right there. You're supposed to be setting an example to them. You're supposed to be a prime example of what they're to attain to. That does not mean you're not perfect. That doesn't mean you're perfect, excuse me, that doesn't mean you're perfect, but you're very, you're working very hard to be everything God needs you to be, especially for that person's life. If you're having weaknesses, if you're having moments, you should not be calling that person. That mentee that you're dealing with should not be the call. Then you should have other friends. And I'm going to tell you about a beautiful friend about somebody named uh, about uh, Jesus. He is the perfect friend that you should be calling. But you should, if you have other people in your life, they should be separated. Under no circumstances should your, your counsel and your mentee be one. Now, when that person is no longer your mentee, and let's say that person has now, he has gone on and, do, and done his own thing, that's different. But while that person is your mentee, they, are, they should not be your counsel. That isn't that that doesn't make sense. You're supposed to be setting a prime example so that they can know what to go through. It's not saying you got to be picture perfect because I guarantee you the way you act (laughs) is not perfect. And they probably see the, the flaws, but that's for them to understand that God never intended us to be perfect. That's why we lean on God who is perfection. Right. But it does mean that when you're going off and somebody pissed you off, you're not going venting to him. Or asking that, what should I do? That does not make sense. Because now you may be putting him and jeopardizing him or her into a, into a place called error. And as far as having employees, it's that's, that's also very important because they should not be that comfortable with you. They should never be that comfortable with you to disrespect you. There should always be a level of respect and also a level of, I want to do this. I want to honor. There should be a level of honor within that workplace, within that work relationship. But sometimes people want to be just like, you know what? Just call me Bob. Like, and there's nothing wrong with yellow on a first name basis, but there should always be a level of, you don't, you don't, you're not going to know all my business. You're not going to be around me when I'm talking If we do have a a restaurant, if we do go out to eat, okay, that's fine, but you do realize that I'm not going out to eat with you just to hang out, just to hang out as friends. That's not the case. It may have been. Listen, it's been a long week. I just want to reward you with a nice dinner. You know, I'm talking about for the super small businesses, for those who may have, you know, five employees or less. Those who have major corporations, you know, good and well, that you should not be that. It should never have somebody familiar with you to that level, because what it does is it opens them up in an uncomfortable way, and they're out of the boundary, and that can open the door for jealousy, them feeling like they can do what you can do and them feeling like they can compete with you and them also and and if they're not and it can get really weird it can get super like masquerade weird where they feel like they want to be you you know you want to be careful with that um and also the boundaries of Husbands and wives, you have you as a wife and a husband. There's a boundary that you must stay in there. Now, this boundary is just a, is, is super simple. It just goes back to we've, what we have talked about before, but it's the boundary of making sure that you're listen. As a wife, you're in the boundary of respect. you, sh- you should not be disrespecting your husband right? You should not be disrespecting your husband. So if he does something, you're staying within your boundary because you know there's protection there. As a husband, he should not be out here ridiculing and treating you like dirt because he understands the boundary in his is pretty tight, (laughs) which is loving you like Christ loved the church. Because outside of that boundary, it, it, um, you know, it opens the door for attack. Okay. Now, here are two great reasons um, why people should stay in boundaries, why relationships should stay in boundaries. Well, I said two, but there's a few others. But one, the characters of the people will show in boundaries, they will show. And two, it's hard for demons to hide in boundaries. I'm not saying there's some, there's some sneaky, pesky demons there that can really hide. But if they're in the boundary of which, you're, which they're called to, it's hard for them to really, how can they operate? How can you operate? If, if, you're, if your parent is controlling, right? If they're controlling, that is a meaning that is a demon that is controlling that operates through them okay but if they're in the boundary where they cannot have you don't allow them to have that level of access to be able to control how can the demon operate and so now what happens is that demon has to die it has to get it has to leave them you resist the devil he must flee what can the parent do for you that demon that demon knows it can't play with you and also if you have a friend who is um you know you keep your friends within their boundaries the characters of people will show a lot. You know, you, you, they always hear, listen, you want to hear a person's character? Tell them no. Tell them no. And with no reason, say, no, I can't do that. How will they act? Are they entitled? Um, you know, these are real things. Their characters will show. If you have, you know, their characters will show if you're saying, hey, to your child, go in the room and that child gets super upset. Oh, something is wrong there. So now we see we see what's going on. And the beauty about that is now, you know what to pray for them about. You know what to pray about. You know what to seek God in concerns of their life, because we know as Christians that it is our due diligence to pray for other people. And intercede on the on their behalf that if they're struggling with something, we know it is our due diligence to help them in that area. Right? So, how do how to oh you know, okay, how do we get help? How do how do you get help with this? How do you for those who um really had who listen to this podcast and realize listen actually one or all of those different types of relationships everybody is just all out the boundaries all willy-nilly all out the boundaries how do we do how do we help that situation how do we how do we get it how do we get people back in the boundaries we pray we pray when you when, you should see my hand movements it's hilarious but okay <laughs> when you put people in their rightful place sorry to put people in their rightful places to pray. When you put God in God in his rightful place in your life, you will understand it will all fall into an li- in alignment. It will make sense. God will place it. God will help you with that area. He will He will meet you where you are at. You're talking to somebody who had everybody that ev- this all of this that I mentioned, minus I would say the mentees, okay? or oh, everybody was out the boundary. <laughs> that they were supposed to be in everyone everybody was out of the boundary it was just a complete mess and and God and God being so patient so loving long-suffering everything that we need to do one by one quickly and surely I'll say that it was a quick it was a quick surely thing here um started helping me place people in the correct boundaries and when that happened, I started seeing people in the correct light. I didn't just see them as um, either um, what is it? Either I, I I wasn't just I wasn't just demonizing them, or I wasn't just I I wasn't idolizing them. I was seeing them exactly for who they are, and then I was able to pray for them accordingly. And and do and in doing that, I was there was boundaries set for myself because now I know. Listen, as for you. You can't know that much about me. As for you, you don't have the grace to, to, to be in my life to that level to that in that depth of the capacity as for you you are just filthy and a super snake in the grass and you have to go as for you you're a ravenous wolf in sheep's clothing so you have to straight get up out of my life and may god have mercy on your soul as for you you struggle with issues of control and so now i have to make sure that i keep you in such a place that you know that you have that, that you have no choice but to respect me and god did that for me so i know for a fact that God can do it for you once again how do you get help you pray ask God for to ask God to set the boundaries we don't it's not we don't we don't you know you don't listen Portia I don't how do I set boundaries ask God literally God please set boundaries with for me and all my relationships show me where the boundaries are supposed to be let like literally let it be that I cannot, neither one of us can cross that boundaries and that if it gets to that point, it will make me so uncomfortable that I have no choice but to correct some things. You want to also announce complete dependency on God. You cannot do this by yourself. We cannot be wives by ourselves, entrepreneurs by ourselves, mothers by ourselves, a friend by ourselves, a daughter by ourselves. We can't do it right. We will mess up. Listen, there, there are serious. Listen, they say honor your mother and father, right? They say respect your husband, submit to your husband, teach your children up in the way they should go, be diligent in your work, so you will stand before kings. All of these are written. It's like okay, that's that. You how how does one do it by themselves? it's, it's Literally impossible. God made it that way so that we can depend on him fully. God, I can't do this by myself. I need your help. I need you to do, take me to the finish line. B- give me the grace to get through this. Give me the grace to set order and correction into, into every relationship that you still want me to have because some of them need to go. Right. And that's true. And I'm pretty sure everybody I'm speaking to, there's probably at least one person who need to go, who need to be about your life (laughs) and you want to, you know, God, please Help me in this area, I announce complete dependency on you, Father. please help me. I am no I renounce independency. I am not independent, I am dependent on the Holy Ghost and God, I need you today to help me in this and then you want to trust God. You want to trust God. You want to trust God that when you feel a conviction in your spirit about talking to somebody about something, even though you're not entirely sure why you want to trust God in that, because that person might not have your best interest. That person might not be graced to or God is like, hey, come to me first. What are you doing? Right. I have the best answer for you and I can give you the best confirmation for you. And so you want to you want to literally trust God and know that he knows all things. I, when I was in the season of trying to figure out what was happening to me, you know, you don't in certain situations and relationships. God and, and I'm like, well, what's happening? You know, this is going wrong or that's going wrong. You know, just to find out that, you know, unfortunately, God saw that they were not for me in real life. And that sometimes happens. You can wonder, you know, well, I want to, I really want to talk to this person. This person is not reaching out to me. And so you're trying to force it. You're trying to, you're trying to force the situation to happen and you're trying to force speaking to them. And then it's like no, nothing good comes out of it because God is really, is God that's separating you. And so this wasn't really a long one, but this is just something, once again, that you take this message, please, I beg you, take the message and go before God with the message and, and really pray about it and ask God to set boundaries and order in your life around your marriage. Please, 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 please. Um, if we don't take a big takeaway as we are talking about wifely wisdom, is never let anybody get comfortable enough to speak down on your husband. Don't ever let that happen. If that is happening, set the, or let that be abrupt, a, a, an abrupt correction, abruptly correction. So much so that if the person's so used to. I'm um, talking whatever and they literally was talking to you about your husband this morning this evening or when or afternoon or morning whenever you're listening to this wherever you are you want to say hey don't talk about him no more I'm doing the respecting it may shock them but I bet you and they may whether they like it or not they either gonna fall in line or they're gonna get out your life either way is it's a good thing you know so make sure that you are setting order in that area do not Do not allow anybody to disrespect your husband. That includes everybody I mentioned. That includes your parents. That includes your friends. That includes your children. That includes your mentees. That includes your employers, employees, employers, whoever. That includes everybody. No one should ever feel that comfortable speaking down and talking ill about your husband. That is an open door and that can really create havoc in your life and in theirs especially. And you never want that to happen to them especially if they're doing it unintentionally. Well, I'm so excited. Once again, this has just been a, a, a amazing road, amazing journey. I'm excited for everything God continues to have for us with wifely wisdom. I pray that this message bless you. Um, I pray that this message bless you that... If you are dealing with issues and you're finding it really hard, you know, a lot... And the truth is a lot of people are, you know, they find a little scared to kind of tell people. They feel intimidated. They feel intimidated by people. They feel like maybe the person knows best or they're not good enough or they don't amount to, you know, amount to it. They feel like maybe the person... um excuse me the person is you know who you know the people that they have just know so much they're just so full of wisdom you know these things happen but you have to understand you serve a god who knows all things and mere men are foolish truthfully in their own in their own sight in their own ways it is by the grace of god that we obtain wisdom and knowledge through the holy spirit so you want to make sure that whatever Excuse me. You want to make sure that whatever it is, however you feel about it, whether you feel bold about this message or whether you're like, you know what, Portia, this is true. I just don't know where to begin. I always want you to begin with prayer and allow God to move it for you. Sometimes you don't even have to say much. Truthfully, you'll find that the person won't even talk about it anymore. You may find that you may have to say something. You may find that, and when you do say something, you may uh, there may be a boldness in you that you've never imagined. OK, and you, but that's what mercy and grace is. God loves us so much. He knows you. He knows what you're struggling with. He knows what what um, demons you're battling with. He knows all of these things. And so that's why we have a living God and a wonderful father who meets us literally where we are at in our walk. In our relationship with God and so you can do that but it, I say all that to say no matter where you are in standing with this whether you're scared intimidated whether you're bold and ready on um, whether you're ashamed whatever you need to get this needs to get fixed and it needs to get fixed as soon as possible very is very important this needs to get fixed as soon as possible because this right here can can really um when you when you have people in the right boundaries It can do such wonderful things, and if you don't, it could really set. You know, it could really mess things up because if a person is ordained to be in your life, by God, if they are destiny partner and they are so out far outside the boundary now, the enemy, the devil is just using them, and because. There's the, because they're so out of the boundary, you're not even noticing the demons that's operating in them. The level of uh, uh, the, the open door that's there is extremely dangerous. And it can, soup, it can really derail anything that God wanted, had plans for y'all to do in the beginning, to begin with. So you just want to um, really take this uh, message seriously. Take this episode seriously. And I, of course, you know, I want to pray for you all so um father heavenly father god we just thank you lord we just come before your throne of grace seeking mercy god Seeking mercy, God. Seeking mercy, O oh Lord. God, we thank you for messages that you have given us. We thank you for imparting your wisdom and your understanding onto us, O oh Lord. We thank you for divine knowledge, O oh Lord. We ask you, Lord, for discernment, Father God, for everything, O oh Lord, that you have called us to do. God, as we are entering in a new year, God, we pray we, we come before you and set all our relationships before your throne and we ask your will to be done with it, God. You know all things. You know every the hearts of everyone towards us and our hearts towards them, oh God. I pray, God, if you desire for us to still be in relationships with the people who with any of these people that we place before you, God, I pray, God, that you will set order and boundaries in the realms of the spirit that neither we nor they can cross. God, I pray, God, that if the if any at any time that we somebody steps out the boundaries, let there be such a conviction of the Holy Ghost that we can't deny that it was sent from you and that order be correct. Father God, if there is anyone that is no longer supposed to be in our life, God, in the name of Jesus, let them be removed from our lives, God. Let it be such a a separation that we can't even uh, avoid it, God. I pray, God, where there has been pride in us, our hearts, God, I pray that you will deal with us, Lord, and forgive us for our sins, God. Forgive us for um, rebelliousness in the name of Jesus. Forgive us for not being in alignment with your word in the name of Jesus, God. Forgive us for defiance in the name of Jesus, God. God, forgive us for disrespecting our husband. The main thing you ask, our, the main thing you ask us not to do, in the name of Jesus, God. Forgive us for dishonoring those who you've called us to honor, in the name of Jesus, God. Forgive us for any time we have spoken out against our husbands or against people to other people, putting them in um in danger, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, I ask for mercy upon our lives and for those who who we have laid at the throne. God, I pray that you will. Um, continue to bring everyone at the sound of my voice to a heart of repentance, Oh Lord, and I pray God that you will deal with us in accordance to every relationship that we have that is not that is um that is detestable to your sight God that is operating out of the order in which you've originally called it to that is out of operating out of the purpose in which you called it to God, I pray God that you will expose and remove all foxes, all ravenous wolves, and um all lying prophets. All liars, all people all jealousy people that is um, ridden with jealousy and envy and hate in their hearts towards us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I pray God that every I pray God that every evil desire be shut down in the name of Jesus. Every wicked intent be shut down. I ask you, God, to examine our hearts today, Father, and remove anything and expose and purge out of us anything, God, that is not sent from you, God. We, God, we admit that we cannot do it on our own and we have literally made a mess of things in every area of our life. But God, I ask you today, Lord, that you will humbly come with all of us and Everybody at the sound of my voice, including myself, oh God, and that you will actually meet us where we are at, God, and that you will set order in our lives, God. We announce full dependency upon you, Holy Spirit, that we ask that we cannot do it by our might. We cannot do it by our own strength but by the power of the holy ghost so we ask for the power of the holy a holy ghost to help us be better women be um, a, a servant unto you father god a daughter unto you father god daughters to our parents wives to our husbands mothers to our children god um friends to our friends god uh family cousins to our cousins god um employers to our employees god employees to our employers god good service of the gospel lord just obedient father god for, to your word oh lord in the name of Jesus. We come before you. We come before you through, uh, and ask you these things through the blood of the everlasting covenant of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. We pray, God, that any le- accusation, any type of accusation is trying to even be sent towards us to derail this prayer, Father God, may the blood of Jesus meet, um, meet that and speak on our behalf better things than of Abel, God, in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. We thank you, God, that As for us, that we are moving forward and we are seeking you first, and we know that all those other things shall be added unto us. God, we seal this prayer in the name of, we seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus, in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So this is, um, so once again, I'm, you know, as we're entering into the new year, we don't, you know, What's ahead? I can't say, but I do know God wants us wrapped up in Him. God wants us in order, and let's correct some things with God. Let's go to God and correct things. And why not include relationships? Why not include things? Some, you know, why not include the the right way to behave? Why not include character? Right? That is the um. That's the best way. That's one of the best things you can include. Include that in your resolutions include that in your goals include that in your prayer time with um our abba father hallelujah okay and now also i once again you know i always do this because this is real if you have not given your life to god (laughs) if you have not um, proclaim that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross from your, for your sins and rose, rose from the dead on the third day, then I'm here to tell you you, you um there is trouble in that. And I, I I would really encourage you to give your life to God. 2020 has been quite a year and I'm not sure what 2021 is about, but I do know there is safety for those who who are believers and those who are born again Christians. And so I just encourage you right now that if you have not yet received your salvation, that I would like to say a prayer with you. And I just want you to repeat after me. So if you have not, take a moment, put this on pause for a second, take a deep breath and press play. (laughs) Yes. And let's say, and let's pray now. Lord Jesus... For too long, I've kept you out of my life. I know that I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I am ready to trust you as my Lord and savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus for coming to earth. I believe you are the son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. And be my savior. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Well, um, once again, guys, it's been great. Um, Please, if you have not, follow me on Instagram at Wifely Wisdom 1. Like the number one, Wifely Wisdom 1. I'm also on Clubhouse. (laughs) Wifely Wisdom 1. And um, I haven't started it yet, but I'll be getting started on it, you know, fairly soon. I'm just starting to get the hang of things. And um, I have a, also a Facebook group, Wifely Wisdom, and Twitter, Wisdom Wifely. <laughs> so, and also, if you have any prayer requests, please email me at wifelywisdom1, the number one once again, at gmail.com. I'm just so excited. Let's... Let's, you know, let's, let's conquer this year. Okay. With God on our side, with God fighting for us. I'm excited for y'all. I pray all is well with you and your marriages. And remember, I love y'all in real life. Bye.